Welcome back, everyone, to the Forgettables Podcast with your host, Rafi Husseini, Asad Patel, and Ahmed Chima. As you are all aware, we, we all have our own podcast. Chima is part of uh, Podcast Kings and Branding Deep Dive. Uh, Asad Patel has his Trade Pad podcast, and me, myself, and I have the 2325 Fitness podcast. Uh, in this podcast, the Forgettables, we... You know, describe our journey, things that we learn on the way, things that we are learning on the way, and things that we hope to learn and explore in the future. Today's topic is basically a breakdown or more of an insight as to uh, the recording of the famous TV show Conan uh, and how they've done 4,000 episodes. Uh, Chima, you can correct me if not, up until date, which is an episode every single day. And I think that's something like uh, kind of relatable to what we're doing of recording about like 120 something episodes so far recording one every single day so Chima off to you yeah uh, I would I would just kind of clarify that as it's not like I think what we want really want to talk about here is this is someone who has I mean if we kind of take a look at it I would say this is probably as close to forgettables is probably as close to like what Conan does um, in the mainstream as, as there, as there is like, I think that's the most like late night shows are probably the most apt comparison to mainstream uh, things to what we do. Now I'm not saying we're anywhere at Conan's level or or we do anything like him, but what I mean is uh, just the day in day out coming in, uh, and and performing right, and that's kind of what I'm uh, what I'm getting at is like you don't necessarily see a lot of other shows like you know it'll be once a week or whatever it may be like you have a little bit of a break, but um, late night shows are especially the daily ones, and this one so Conan I don't know like how many consecutive he's had, but um, I, I've been able to find that he's been doing it for 28 years, right? So 28 years. He's been doing a daily show in some form or another, right? It's not always the same, uh, the t- same type of show, but I think 28 years running is an incredibly, incredibly long time. Uh, so just uh, the main thing that I get from like Conan stepping down uh, is, so by the way, for the people that are not familiar with the story, he's not necessarily tapping out of, uh, a show altogether. He's moving to HBO Max to a weekly show uh, from his daily show that he has. So um, he's going to weekly and he's still around. He's still doing his thing, but it's not a daily show anymore. So that's kind of the main takeaway that I have is really the level, like we don't see the amount of work that goes in every single day. You know what I mean? That's a full scale TV show. They have guests on they have like a live audience. They have like, you know, another person, they, they have to prepare jokes. They have to do all this stuff. We're just kind of like winging it every day. Uh, but, you know, just uh, when, when you see something like this, someone going for so long, it's, it's, uh, it's always a little bit inspirational because it's like, you know, if this person can do it, we can do it too. You know what I mean? Like he spent all this time consistently doing his thing. So I think it's pretty cool. Uh, Asubai, any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, no, no doubt about the amount of effort, the hard work, and uh, you know, the staff and 
the writers and everybody, you know, the amount of work they put in, but also having that whole staff does make it a tad bit easier than, you know, um, getting paid to do that does have its advantages. Obviously, you can do a bad job. You have to have talent. That's without a doubt. But at the same time, you know, you have to have talented, talented people surrounding you. You have to have a good team to be able to do it. Um, you know, obviously, when you're freelancing or doing something like this, like the forgettables for fun, and you're not making any money, sometimes you'll have an hour to research. So other days, you'll do what you did the other day where you read the article on the podcast. You know, we'll, we'll do whatever it takes to make it happen. And I'm not saying we're looking to make money off of this or anything like that. But I mean, it would be nice if, you know, for example, this was our full-time job and, you know, we each made, you know, a certain amount of money, a few thousand dollars a month doing this. So then we could put in more time, more effort, maybe hire a team, so on and so forth and improve the quality and maybe get a larger listenership. That's my son being a dinosaur. I think one of the things that um, you brought up is that, yes, it, certain aspects get easier. But I think the expectations also go way up, right? Like for us, if an episode does well uh, and it gets more than, you know, let's say I guess like 50, 60, 70 downloads, it's like, oh, wow, that's nice. You know what I mean? But when you're on a major um, network and you have all these people working, you know, their livelihoods depend on your show doing well, right? So the pressure is also upped. And so although, you know, the actual production gets easier, the pressure that you have to face day in, day out gets a lot tougher, right? And I think that's one thing you see is that these people, um, and I, I feel like I've, I don't know if I've made this analogy or this point on this podcast before, but really like the amount you get paid, I feel like, or from what I've seen in your job, in your uh, whatever it is that you're doing, the amount that you get paid is usually correlated with how much pressure uh, is placed upon you, right? Like the heads of companies, they're responsible for delivering the results that the board wants to see. And if you don't deliver, you're gone, right? Uh, we've been talking a lot about Formula One. These drivers, they get paid millions of dollars uh, in, in salary, but if they don't perform, if they don't get the podiums like they're expecting, they get you know, they're on to the next one. They sign like a year contract, two year contract and they're out. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of just how it is. And so, yes, we're trying to develop our craft. It'd be nice. But at the same time, if we were to hire a team, then our number one priority would be, we got to make sure our team eats. You know what I mean? Like we can't, um, we, we can't let them not, uh, we don't want to have to go through like tough times on them because we're not doing a good job. Right. So, the pressure also goes up. Um, yeah, that's kind of the two cents I had on that. Uh, Ruffy, back to you. Any any other thoughts on uh, what's being discussed? Yeah, one thing I think is important to also understand that when Conan first came onto the show, and I think same goes with Trevor Noah when he first took on the show, like they were not like known celebrities or known people. You know, they took the show from like massive, massive people that were running. I think I think it was Stephen Colbert in. Daily Show and I forgot who Conan took it over from, but they made that name for themselves. You know, they kind of like, like, you know, I was reading an interview on this and Conan's like, you know, the fact that I'm stupid and smart at the same time, you know, I mixed that up when it came to the live audience, the show, like that's something that kind of like worked really well. And that's a really nice thing to have is that, you know, push yourself through it. 
And that kind of emphasizes on, on how like, in our podcast or our day-to-day uh, things that we're trying to grow as creators that when a responsibility is put on you indirectly, you know, sometimes something that you didn't expect and now you have to like build under that pressure, you know? So either you, I'm forgetting this quote, I'm a butcher, but it's like, either you become a diamond in that pressure or you just completely like just dissolve into nothing, you know? So that's something definitely to work with that, how you convert that responsibility and pressure into something bigger than you'd even imagine. Yeah. I, I think in any, in any field, if you really want to take like the next step and really uh, move up is like, you, you have to be, you have to go through pressure and, and high pressure situations and, and really perform when there's a lot on the line. Uh, and, it, and, you know, it's, it's directly correlated to how much is on the line. If not much is on the line, you're not going to make much, right? It's like the, the greater the risk, the greater reward. So yeah, just uh, echoing that sentiment. That's why I wanted to hit us with the key takeaways and close us off. And hold on, on that note, like a lot of athletes say this, and I don't know, maybe some entrepreneur do too, but like pressure, pressure for them is considered, they all say that pressure is luxury, you know, for them to be able to cope with that and to come out the other end achieving what they never thought they could achieve is, is kind of a luxury that they never expected to have. All right, so takeaways. The one thing I will say about that is a lot of times you'll hear those quotes from people who've had success or maybe the ball tipped in their favor. Um, you know, so a lot of times things are easier to, easier to say when you've had an advantage in life or where something's gone your way. Uh, so I'll just say that about that. But key takeaways, um, putting in the amount of uh, time and effort to do any amount of episodes or any show or any maybe music, whatever it is, or performing athletics, um, it takes a lot of effort, concentration, and teamwork. And the important thing is having a good team around you and knowing and focusing on what you're wanting to put out. And if there's some sort of a craft, an art, a skill that you're really passionate about, um, it doesn't matter what the people think or what the people say. You got to keep going. And if there are flaws in it, you must improve and you must see the areas of improvement and work on them. And I think that's it for tonight. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Thank you.